My scripture reading for this morning is found in the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, the first nine verses. Jesus entered Jericho. He was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He's going to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody of anything, I'll pay them four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today, today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. Now, let us bow our heads for a prayer together. Come to us now, O Lord, and walk with us, share with us. Love us. Oh, how we need that. And we wait for your word of truth together. The hope and expectancy of a blessing. So anoint me, O Lord, that I may be able to proclaim your truth, your message of love to these good people. For we come in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. During this season of Lent, we're thinking about the people that Jesus met on his way to the cross. From the very beginning of his ministry, really, he was moving from where he was to where he would be on that hill of Calvary. And along the way, there were great crowds that gathered around him, but he often uh, stops and focuses on the individuals. In our scripture lesson for this morning, Jesus comes to Jericho. Jericho is a familiar place, a famous place in Jewish history. So he comes there with a certain sense of the past. But as he goes along, he sees above the crowd in a tree a person, and he calls out to him. I believe he waved to him and said, Zacchaeus. Now, when I hear the name Zacchaeus, I'm taken back to my days when I was in Sunday school and was taught that great song that if you went to Sunday school, 
You know the song as well as I do. I thought I might sing it to you this morning. But on Fine Arts Sunday, as people were going out the door, one of the good members of the church said to me, You preach better than you sing. (laughs) So I have people backing me up. And I've invited them to sing for us that famous song. So stand up and give it a go. And if you want to, you can join in. Ever since I learned that song, I've had a love for Zacchaeus. Not only because he was small, and I was small when I learned that song, but because uh, he was up a tree. Now, being up a tree is a pretty safe place to be. And... The scriptures tell us that he went up the tree because he was short and couldn't see over the crowd. And it occurred to me that the crowd will often do that, won't it? The crowd will keep us from being able to see Jesus. The crowd will keep us from being able to hear Jesus. The crowd will keep us from following Jesus. So I understand how he had to get above the crowd. So being above the crowd is is a pretty safe place. But above the crowd is also a lovely place. Being in the tree is a lovely place. A place that I need to go to more often than I do. A place above the crowd, away from the crowd, where I can just be still for a while. All of the lying voices of the crowd, all of the noise of the crowd and noise of the world, I need to put behind me from time to time. I don't know about you, but I just need to be still. I need to be still and just listen. I need to be still so that I can know that he is God. Be reminded of who I am and what I am, the object of his love. So a tree is not only a safe place, but it's a very good place to go. 
But the tree is also a lonely place. When you're up a tree in life, you discover it's a lonely place. One of the things that has concerned me greatly is social distancing because it only adds to our loneliness. And loneliness, I've been convinced, is the greatest social disease that we have in the world, the greatest social disease in our country, the greatest social disease in our community, the greatest social disease in our church, the greatest social disease in our homes. Loneliness. You know what loneliness is. Loneliness is leaving the the television or the radio on all day long simply because you want to hear another human voice. Loneliness is eating all three meals by yourself. Loneliness is having a telephone that never rings unless it's a salesperson and they only make you more aware of your loneliness. Loneliness is only getting mail addressed to the occupant. Loneliness is having a gold watch and nobody cares how you got it. Loneliness is hearing the gavel go down, divorce granted. Loneliness is standing at home plate with a bat in your hand. The bases are loaded and the umpire says, strike 30, you're out. Loneliness is going to a garden somewhere, standing for a cold stone and feeling that emptiness, the loss of your best friend. We know what loneliness is. We don't need to be told what it is. But being up in the tree is a lonely place. And Jesus, Jesus knows about people who are up in a tree. This scripture tells us that Jesus cares about the people who are up the tree in loneliness and in pain and agony and brokenness and in sorrow. Jesus comes to people like that. That's what the scripture is all about. Because we're the Zacchaeuses of today. No matter where we are, there are times in life when we're just up a tree. And Jesus sees him there above the crowd. He calls his name Zacchaeus. You know what? Jesus knew his name. Jesus, Jesus knows our name. Jesus is the all-knowing. God and displays to us the all-knowing God. He knows our name. He knew Zacchaeus' name. And you know what else he knew? He knew Zacchaeus' nicknames. He knew his nicknames. I wondered if he might, if other people might have called him Zac instead of Zacchaeus. But I know what other names they called him. They called him Tax Collector. Which meant he was a traitor, so they called him a traitor. He was a liar. He was a cheat. They called him all those names. 
So Jesus knew the nicknames of Zacchaeus. And his nickname was Pee Wee, Runt, some other demeaning title that had been given to him. And Jesus already knew those nicknames, but he called him by his name, Zacchaeus. And he said, Zacchaeus, come down. Come down out of the tree. I'm going to be a guest at your house today. Wow. Can you imagine that? Jesus invited himself to go home with Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, it says, came down immediately and welcomed him. Can you sense that? Can you see what's happening here? Where Jesus is welcoming and being welcomed by the despicable, by the hated, by the despised, by the unloved. And together they walk down the street. And as they walk down the street going towards Zacchaeus' home, you can hear the crowd murmuring. Don't you love murmurers? What was it they murmured? He's going to be the guest of a sinner. There's murmurers all around us. There are murmurs in the church. Mumbling, murmuring. Not very many in this church, I must say. Because I found out that murmurers are really unhappy people. And they want to make everybody else unhappy. So they find something to point a finger out, finger at their naysayers instead of yaysayers. There are people who shut out people and condemn people and judge people. And there is what they're doing as Jesus and Zacchaeus walk along going home together. And what was it they murmured? It may be one of the greatest biographical sketches of Jesus in the scripture. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. You know what that means? That means he'll be my guest and I'll be his guest too. And the same is true of you. He wants to go home with us. He wants to go home today. He wants to come home to stay with us. He's always wanting to go home with sinners. What a great biographical sketch of Jesus. The Jesus I know. The Jesus I want to follow. The Jesus I want to take home with me. And look what happened to Zacchaeus. Look what happened to him. He stands up and says, look, Jesus, this greedy, cheat, taxpayer, tax collector of a man says to Jesus, look, Lord, I'm giving half of all that I have to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone, I'm going to pay them back four times. There's been a change, a transformation that takes place when you take Jesus home with you. He changes things. He is he is the change maker. He is the one that brings about reform. 
and makes a difference in your life. That happened to Zacchaeus. Jesus said today, salvation has come to this house because of that. And someone has asked, or read this story a long time ago, what do you think Jesus said to Zacchaeus that changed him so? And the person thought about that question for a bit. He said, I don't think that Jesus said anything to Zacchaeus. I think Zacchaeus looked into the eyes of Jesus and saw there a reflection of the person he could become through him. You ever done that? Have you ever really done that? Have you ever really looked to Jesus and see in him the person you could become through him? Well, let me tell you something. Here he comes right now. Right to where we are in this tree, this beautiful, magnificent tree. He knows our name. He calls us by our name. He says, I want to go home with you. And when you take him home with you, it'll make all the difference in the world, in your life and in your home. That's guaranteed. And when we take these elements this morning, it's a symbol that we are accepting the gift of him coming to be the guest of a sinner. And we're taking him home with us. Jesus majors in taking sinner, going home with sinners like us. And that's the truth. Amen. Amen. And now may God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and abide with you. And keep you in his peace, grace, and love. Both now and forever and forever and forevermore. Amen.